Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, Ao and Antino. This week, we have a special guest, Jose, who's going to talk to us about various topics, one of them being China and Mexico and how these two things came together. So, I hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Jose, it is a pleasure for us to have you as a guest. And I mean that seriously. Um, so we've been looking forward to this for a little bit um, of time. And if I'm not mistaken, you had a chance to do a little bit of traveling traveling this past summer, right? Then you come to Arizona? Yes, I actually remember we uh, arranged to have this uh, recording. But due to my trip, we were not able to, to have it earlier. Yeah, so which is fine. Which is all, it's all good. No one knows that. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> now they do. Yeah, they know now. now. I know. <laughs> so how, did, how was your trip out here? Had you been to Arizona before? No, this was the first time, and I actually love it, you know, uh, aside from the heat. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the landscape over there is really nice. Well, what part of Arizona did you go to? So, actually, it was a one-month trip. We went to Colorado, and then we rented a car. So we we drove around Colorado, then we made it to Arizona. I don't remember what like the specific towns. Um, we went to a park in Page. Oh, okay. We have the lake. We did we did some canoeing there. It was quite an experience. <laughs> Very windy. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, I've never. I don't think I've been to Page before myself, but. I've been I might have driven parts. through it. Yeah, I don't know if I've stopped by. You said you went to a lake too, so I don't know if I've done yeah. that. I had a chance to do that yet. You should definitely go canoeing there. Okay. It'll be a surprise. Okay. Is it like, is it, is, are there like some rapids and stuff? I feel like I need to look this up. It's uh, actually north, northern Arizona, and it's pretty close to Utah, it looks like. Yeah. So there's, uh, you know, due to COVID, there's uh, some reservations in that area, uh-huh. and it's it's close to the public. So there is a, a place where you can go, but you have to canoe to get to that place. So on the on the way there, it was very easy. Canoeing was very smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did our tour, and then afterwards, we had to canoe our way back. But it was so windy, and the the, the waves were very choppy, and at times, it's like you're canoeing and you're just staying in the same place. So <laughs> you get to the point where it's like, what do I do? Do I just like give up and just, just wait until somebody rescues me? Or, or yeah, just, it's like assuming that someone ever does rescue you. But I would have just given yeah. up. I think I, I think that's what I would have done. So <laughs> more power to you for fighting through it. <laughs> we made it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, people? I gotta, I gotta record, I gotta do this recording. I gotta make it. I gotta survive. <laughs> how, how many people were, were in the boat or in the canoe? So, so it was a, a family trip. So it was my mom, my dad, and uh, my sister and I. Okay. So I was right. with my mom, my dad, my sister was with my dad. Oh, good. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. But it's like, a, also, yeah, I had the responsibility, right? I had to take care of my mom. Was, of course. The safety, of, so. of course, it, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, no, that that was smart. I'm glad you you took care of mom for that trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now let's kind of go back a little bit. Um, so 
tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from originally? Okay, so uh, I was born in Mexico, but uh, I came to the States when I was, I want to say, 12 years old. Maybe it's been a long time. Okay. But, yeah, what, what part of Mexico? Uh, I was from, uh, I was in near Mexico City, so maybe about two hours away. Okay. Uh, I haven't been back to Mexico to like really live there. I mean, I traveled, but I haven't been back to, to actually live there. So I'm not really familiar with the geography of Mexico. Okay. But yeah, I know, I know um, the, the state is Morelos, which is close to Mexico City. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. And, and um, yeah, and then I lived in Chicago. We immigrated to the states. And we settled in Chicago. Oh wow, that's a pretty different climate. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. different yep. different scenery and everything. Opposite. So, yeah, so you, and you mentioned earlier. So it, when you were talking about on your your family trip, so it's your parents and you have one sister. So just like any other Mexican family, we are actually have a big family Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh there are three i have three sisters and one brother so there's five of us a pretty big family but this trip it was only my parents and um my sister and i okay yeah awesome um and so growing up do you what do you remember about being in mexico like what are some of the things that you remember that were that maybe you missed when you first moved to chicago well, like Antonio said, the weather definitely, you notice mm-hmm. the change, you know, especially when we came, it was actually in a, uh, during winter. So, Ooh, man. yeah, it was, it was interesting because we've never seen snow, you know, living and coming from Mexico. So it was mm-hmm. actually kind of cool to see for the first time. But yeah, you get after like maybe after a couple months and it's like, yeah, it's about as much as I can take. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I know exactly but, what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> but um i'm not okay i'm looking at on a map i'm not sure if the in the winters is as it's is as ugh, it's as extreme as new york is with the sun going down earlier yeah is yeah that, it's the same oh okay uh, yeah your days that, get short and yeah, i hate it <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anyone living in arizona really thinks about that because i would go to work i'd probably wake up like at six and then I would walk to work in the dark and then I'd go home at like five in the dark. And I was like, where is the sunlight? Oh, so yeah. you guys, you guys get the same. You get the, the, the days cut, get shorter during the winter in Arizona. Uh, a little bit, but it's not as extreme. I mean, the sun probably comes up at eight and goes down around like what? Seven. In the summer. Yeah. But during the winter, it goes down earlier. Oh, huh. Like just a little, little after little after five is it's dark during the winter time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing the thing is it's not as drastic because we don't uh, Arizona doesn't observe daylight savings time, fortunately, which I love. So oh, stupid. Yeah. And so um, yeah, so that it's it's a very gradual change. Whereas where they do observe it, there's a huge jump, and you notice the difference. So um, yeah, we don't do that, fortunately. So glad <laughs> but you know I, I should i shouldn't complain because it, it could be worse right it could be living in alaska that's true that's true yeah. i wouldn't mind the six months of daylight but 
you know, six months of darkness, that might drive me a little insane. So, so, so this is kind of a random question, but we're, we are going to talk a little bit about languages too today. So I have to ask you this then, when you did um, come over from Mexico to Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, two questions. One, did you already speak English before you came over here? And No, actually. Okay, yeah. you didn't. So you learned. I didn't. Okay. So yeah, did you know, you... you're going through primary school, everything is in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, English language was not really taught in, it's not really taught in school. Maybe now it is, but mm-hmm. uh, I remember as a kid, we, I never took any, any language classes. So when I came here, I was actually, uh, I had to take ESL classes. All my classes were ESL. And then eventually I uh, moved out of ESL and just started taking regular classes. Nice. Do you remember how long that took? <laughs> uh, it was actually pretty fast. Um think by I started in fourth grade I think uh, and then by sixth by sixth year uh, sixth grade I, I was uh, in in English classes okay so it was pretty quick yeah okay. but you know as, as a kid you learn quick because you know you're you're in school that's mm-hmm. your like your full-time job mm-hmm. as a kid being in school so yeah got you and do you remember that being an easy process or did you find it challenging? It was easy, but uh, I felt it a little harder going into going into high school. That's when okay. I, I started doing it. Because, you know, you, you're going to, like, for example, English classes and you have to read, like, Hamlet or, uh, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. stuff is hard for native speakers, just so you know. And I think we already know that now, but for native speakers, any of the old Shakespeare, Shakespearean, old English garbage, I, I used to hate that. And okay. they would quiz us on it. It's like, what does this mean? Thou art this and that. And I'm like, what? No one talks like that. What's the purpose of even understanding it? Let's just let the let the past stay dead. <laughs> anyway, that's just my thoughts on it. I don't know where anyone else thought, but I used to hate it. I was like, this is terrible. No one needs to learn this. But anyway, so... I say all that to say, you know, uh, yeah, you should, you should definitely not have felt bad about that. Um, all right, cool. So fast forward a couple of years, you're in Chicago, you eventually moved to New York, which is where I met you. Right. And then um, you started doing some traveling um, while you were there. So right. while we will get to China in, in a second, I, I wanted to discuss with you a few things before that. What, what are some of the places that you had a chance to travel to um, before you went to China? So your pre-China, your pre-China trips, where, where did you get a chance to go? And why did you choose those places? Mm, well, actually, um, most of my traveling was uh, after China. But really? Before okay. that, yeah. Yeah, before that, I, uh, you know, I just took trips here in the, in the U.S., uh, road trips in the east, the east coast, we went to uh, Boston, um, Washington, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. um, and then, actually, I remember we took a trip together, we went to uh, Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a group of us went there, and it was fun, Yeah, very humid, and uh, but the beaches were really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. To this day, I have not found 
a beach as beautiful as Culebra. Culebra, yeah. Well, no, Flamingo Beach, yeah, on Culebra. Yeah. I've never seen... I actually went back. Uh, when did I go back? Maybe I want to say five years ago. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and uh, it, it's crazy because I had another experience, a canoeing experience. I don't know. It's something with canoeing. It, it's just not doesn't go well with me. <laughs> another canoeing. <laughs> yeah, we were canoeing in a, in a fluorescent bay. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, so we so we were there, and then uh, you know you have to to wait for for it to get dark enough so you can see the the fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they they make the the water glow. So we waited, and it, yeah, it got dark, and then you started seeing the fish swimming really fast in the the like the the fluorescent light. It was beautiful, but then after after it gets dark, you know you have to canoe your way back, mm-hmm. but there's no lights. Mm-hmm. so we were canoeing and there's a there's a tour uh and we're canoeing on our own so we we were able to to find a, fr- uh, a friend that had canoes and they let us use it uh, so we were all on our own and then the tour the tour people they came and the, they were canoeing and then they started going back so uh we wanted to wait a little bit but we were the only ones so we decided to you know just go back with the 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 group and you know you're you're canoeing and uh, through the mangroves. So if it's dark, you know you're canoeing and you might hit yourself with with the oh, branches. So you're like we're trying to canoe very fast, trying to keep up with the tour. And yeah, like at, sometimes we were like going in circles in in the canoe, <laughs> and like we we lost our way. But uh, yeah, so we eventually uh, managed to to get out of that the mangroves, but. Yeah, it was scary, but it was a nice experience. You know, it's so funny. I'm laughing because I actually went back again too after our trip. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a, it was, it wasn't that much longer. It was, a, it was, we're talking four, maybe, I don't know, three or four years after we went. Maybe I went back um, again and did that same trip to mm-hmm. uh, the bioluminescent bay and everything. And yeah, I remember canoeing through this little narrow channel before you get out into the lake, and it kind of opens up a little bit. So yeah, I had a similar experience and it was, it was a group of us. And it was so funny because I was sharing my canoe with this other girl who was sitting up front. And I, um, it was, she was so funny because naturally, like we remember when you were saying like in the dark, you can't see and you might hit the trees and stuff. Well, unfortunately she was in front of me. And so I was just canoeing because I was trying to get out of there. I was kind of like, let's, let's go. This was beautiful, but it's time to go. But, but I, apparently I kept, um, uh, <laughs> running her into the, the trees and stuff and she oh was like, ah! Ah! I'm like okay that's a tree all right and she was like my alarm for when we were hitting trees <laughs> it was great loved it but it was funny we laugh about it we can still laugh about it to this day but at the time she was so bad she was like you keep running me into tree i'm like well i can't see <laughs> you're you're my only alarm for the trees yeah. anyway um <laughs> and you know what it what makes it scary too is that on the way to the to the fluorescent bay you see all those uh iguanas you know they're huge and you see them in the in the mangroves and it's, oh they're they're cute yeah but then on the way back i mean it's dark and you you're you have that in your mind so it's like if i hit a tree maybe there's an iguana just falls on you so it's like <laughs> just the whole the whole thing is just scary, it's like, it's scary. yeah no i agree 
Although the cool <laughs> thing about Puerto Rico, though, is that I don't think they have, and I could be wrong, but from what I remember when we were there, I don't think they have any dangerous wildlife. From what I remember, like, even the snakes they have are like non-venomous. And I could be wrong, but I thought I heard them say that when we went on this little tour to uh, El Yunque. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. I thought she said that. Of course, maybe I just, maybe I imagined her saying that because that's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> so that's possible. But you know, it takes it takes one animal to, to attack for the first time and then it becomes... That's true. Animal, right? so, <laughs> that's true. It's like as of today, we now have <laughs> vicious wild animals on this island. Thank you, Aaron, for oh, showing us. That is hilarious. Yeah, that was a, fun, that was a very fun trip. 20 stories to, behind that. Um, the Bacardi factory was my favorite, I think. But um, but yeah, all right, cool. So beside, well, Puerto Rico is not technically out of the country. So before um, China, you hadn't done anything international. Well, I guess you went to Canada too, right? Uh, yeah, but do you really count that? I, I don't, but if you ask a Canadian, they may or may not be offended <laughs> by that. <laughs> I just think that, well, never mind. I'm not going to say what I, mean. but, uh, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think it's, it, you know, it's funny because for me growing up in, in Michigan, in Detroit, not too far from Chicago, um, we used to hop across the border all the time. So especially before 9-11. So I never really thought of it as a separate country. We just showed our license and we just went over. Well, we only showed our license when we were coming back because going over Canada was like, oh, welcome, come spend your money, who cares? <laughs> so I never thought of it as anything. It wasn't until yeah. after 9-11, that's when they started kind of being a little bit more strict. And even then they weren't that strict, but they kind of, at least for the first maybe year or so after 9-11, they were a lot more careful about letting people over. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, okay, cool. So let's get to China now. Oh, wait, so, before we get to China, I have a question. Sure. So people talk about culture shock. What was the culture shock like from moving from the U.S., I mean, from Mexico to the U.S.? And then I want to talk about once we get to China, from the U.S. to China. <laughs> well, for me, I got to say uh, the the food was, uh, yeah, you know, you come here and you, you eat different foods than you're used to in Mexico. What was uh, the strangest I, thing to you? Uh, just the the ha, having to adjust to the new the new foods that you eat here locally. Um, but again, because I came when I was a kid, I think it was easier for me to adjust. I think uh, if if I had come when I was older, then probably you know having to adjust to new friends. Um, just uh, yeah, like here. You go to school, you learn to drive, or probably in Mexico, you have to, I don't, I don't even know if people learn to drive in school in Mexico. So I think that's the, that's the thing. If, if I had come when I was older, then I probably would have been more, I would, I would have experienced one of that culture shock. Yeah. And then moving from the U.S. to China, what was probably the biggest thing for you? that was a that was more of a culture shock actually uh there was a uh, times where you know um just i just got to china I'd go to bed and then i wake up the, the next morning and i would tell like, i would say to myself wow i had this crazy dream that i was in china <laughs> like wait a minute <laughs> i right. am in china i am in yeah. china <laughs> so, so 
so tell us a little bit about getting to that point before you actually went there. How, first of all, what made you start learning? Like, when did you start learning Chinese, first of all? In the... Okay, so that was in around 2008. Okay. Yeah, around 2008, I started studying on my own here in, in the States. And uh, the learning process was very slow. Uh, you know, Chinese is very difficult. I, I think the best way to learn the language is you have to submerge, you submerge yourself in it. So that's when I decided, you know, maybe going to either Taiwan or China would be a, a, good, a, a good option to, to learn the language. So that's when I started thinking, okay, um, if I go to China, it's probably going to be cheaper than Taiwan. It's less, uh, Taiwan is more, more costly, especially if you're in the city of Taipei. So, yeah, I decided to go to China. Okay. And when you, so when you moved there, um, what were some of the preparations you had to make in order to, to move there? Like, what did you have to have? And then how long had you been studying by the time you did move there? So I had studied Chinese for four years. Uh, but by the fourth year, uh, my Chinese was still, very, uh, it was basic. It was not fully enough to keep up, uh, keep a conversation. So, uh, yeah, I moved to China and just going to a hotel, trying to communicate with the, the, the staff, you know, to get my reservation. And, uh, if I had any requests, like say towels or uh, stuff like that, I was, I would not be able to, to say that in Chinese. So it was challenging, but um, yeah, you know, uh, making coming up with that decision is like, you know, you have to do it. Otherwise, you're never going to do it. If you're waiting for the, the perfect time, it's never going to come. Uh, it's, not, it's never going to present itself. You just have to push yourself. And yeah, I bought the ticket and there I was in a flight yeah. to China. Did you live in like an, did you have like an apartment that you rented out? You, I, mean, I know you mentioned hotel, but did you have like, eventually did you go to like an, an apartment or did right. you rent like, okay. So I stayed in a hotel, uh, maybe three days. And then, okay. uh, I had a, I had a, a friend, so they, um, they went to the hotel, they picked us up and, uh, we stayed at their place. They had been living in China for about a month prior to, to my arrival. So they had already their, they already had their apartments. We stayed at their place. And then uh, during that time, we were also looking for an apartment. Uh, I was looking for an apartment to, to move out, uh, out of their place. I'm sure they wanted me out. So, <laughs> <laughs> Was there a reason why you chose to learn Chinese over another language? So actually, uh, before Chinese, I wanted to learn Russian and um, yeah, the, the thing with Russian is that the uh, with Spanish there is things are are classified as feminine or masculine. For example, for example, a table would be feminine, uh, or just to give you another example, a light bulb would be male. In Russian, they have something similar, but it's sometimes it's the opposite to to Spanish. So I thought that could be confusing at times. Mm -hmm. You know, because for me, something that's male, that's classified as, uh, as male, would be female. So yeah, it's like you have to learn, you have to like um, relearn it. And uh, yeah, just 
Chinese so you chose Chinese instead. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, seems infinitely the, harder the, to me. <laughs> but the grammar is it's easier. I think it's easier oh. than Russian. Yeah. Do With the, Chinese, uh, the, the the characters, learning the characters, that's the mm -hmm. challenging part. But when it comes to grammar, I think it's easier. Are some of the mouth uh, formations a little similar to Spanish as well? With In Chinese? Chinese? Yeah. No, they're more similar to... Like the, the pronunciation, it's similar to English. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think Russian would be similar to Spanish. You know, they have, they, they roll their R's. Um, I heard from friends that Japanese would, it's also uh, easier to learn if you speak Spanish. Oh. But for Chinese, I think, um, you know, you, if, you, if you have the, the pronunciation, the English pronunciation, that's easier have the same like ah uh, uh the, like the the vowels the same pronunciation um yeah so so for chinese thing could you because you mentioned grammar earlier could you give us like you said the grammar is easier yeah. so could you give us like an example of like chinese grammar like an sure. example for someone who speaks english yeah so for example if you want to say uh if you want to conjugate the, the verb run uh, for he, he, she, or it, he runs, she runs, it runs. In Chinese, it, he, and she is the same. So, ta, pao. So, that's ta, it. Pao. Pao. Mm -hmm. ta, pao. Okay. Yeah. And that that is he runs, she runs, it runs. So, it's easier. Not, yeah, that is. <laughs> whatever because you just you just saying whatever it is that thing is running right there i love exactly. it it's like so much easier you know how to specify yeah. it. Uh, but <laughs> wait a minute what about if you wanted to do like different tenses like past tense or future tense what about that like mm. he will run or it will run if you try to catch it or it ran <laughs> how would you say that <laughs> so at the end you would add la and that's yeah. it so how paula and, yeah. and what does that mean? She ran. Ran. Okay. And yeah. what about future? Future. Mm -hmm. You add hui. So ta hui pao. Ta hui pao. pao. It will run. Yeah. Interesting. That <laughs> <is> another. <laughs> the, another hard thing with Chinese, it's the uh, you know it's a tonal language, so mm -hmm. you have to learn the tones. If you change the tone and change the whole meaning of of a word or a phrase so uh that's a that's a thing that that i'm still working up to this day you know you're getting the the tones interesting right. so have you made any like mistakes with the tones that completely change the meaning and do you have any like funny grammatical <laughs> errors that you've made <laughs> yeah so just a, a funny example that i can that i remember is uh <laughs> I wanted to say I, I have an announcement. So uh, to say I have an announcement is you have to say shrimpu. But I didn't say shrimpu. I say I said shiombu, and shiombu means breast. So instead of saying <laughs> I have an announcement, I said I have breast. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, but you know it's stuff like that you just laugh about it and just learn from it don't don't be so harsh on yourself 
Right. That's how you learn the language. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> you were going to ask me how to say it. Say that. Where are well, you? Well, I was, you was going to learn the word. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to ask you for the difference, which if you could just isolate the two words again, just so I can hear the difference. Shun, shunbu. Shunbu is an announcement. And shion, shion, bu is uh, rest. Okay, got it. Yeah, so shion and shun. Okay, that is very, very minor. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's very close. And yeah. why is it that when you make mistakes in other languages, it always has to it be It always something... has to be the worst thing. Yeah, yeah. It can't just be something that means nothing at all. It always has to be some, some craziness. Uh, oh, man. It always has to be the worst interpretation of that. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, although I guess English has some examples that people have told me who learned English has some things that are Similar like beach yeah going to the beach yes yeah. yeah i've heard people make that mistake before and even with spanish you know like uh, there there might be a word that it's okay for people from one country mm-hmm. and then you go to another country and, and it's something different. Yeah. like uh, i had a friend uh she's from spain and you know for them it's very common to say uh which Excuse my language because for me it's a bad word, but for them it's not. They say mierda. Oh, okay. Yeah, but for like for, Portuguese. for for me that would be something that uh, you would not probably would not say it. It's not very friendly. <laughs> got you, got you. Unless you're from Spain, then that's okay. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, Portuguese is similar. That word, but that word is is not good no matter where you are <laughs> in the Portuguese. Because <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to think, is I'm trying to think if there's any examples in English like that, where something means something bad in one place. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, except for my favorite word, which Antino, so Antino handles all the editing for our podcast. And anytime I say, he, <laughs> he usually Let edits it, it out. Yeah. It's a drink. Right, yeah. but apparently that's a, that's <laughs> profanity in you know in British English. That's in profanity. British English, yeah. But to us, it doesn't mean a thing. It's like, it doesn't mean nothing. So <laughs> you see, um, when when you're when when Jose said it, he at least you know gave us a background, prepared us for it. But Aaron just says it. <laughs> 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 but it's just funny because it just it just does it means nothing like it, if someone said it to me i wouldn't even blink an eye like i like, looked whatever. up what the origin of that was and it was just confusing and it didn't really make sense and mm-hmm. i think basically it was like there's no nobody really knows where it came from they mm-hmm. just say it but i think it had some like religious kind of connotation back in the whatever hundreds that they started saying that gotcha okay well yeah that's new to me too i didn't I never knew that, but I just know sometimes. Yeah, I, I just think it's funny. And that's and that's one of the beauties of learning other languages and kind of getting involved with other cultures too, because is as you know, as all of us know from experience, you're not only learning the words and the meanings of the word, but you're also learning the way they think. The language, when you're dealing with language, it's not just this person has a different set of words in their head, but they also have a different way of thinking. 
And exactly. so it's a little bit deeper than just the, you know, the words itself. And so I, I, after you said that, I've really been thinking about it and I can't think of any words in English that are offensive to other people in, in the United States. Well, I just thought of one. Like, for example, um, that's a cigarette. In England, though. In England, yeah. But no, right I mean, here, like in the, in the U.S. Oh, what were you saying? A word that what? I said, like, in the United States, I don't, if I went to another state, I've never, like, said something that was, like, offended somebody. But if I've met people from another country, I've said things that offended them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, I see what you're saying. Is there anything that crosses state lines that could be offensive in one state? Like a north, a north south thing, maybe like Yankee? Would that mm-hmm. be offensive? I don't think it's offensive anymore because they have the New York yeah, or the true. Yankees or whatever. But what, what they've done is every single time somebody came up with a word derogatorily for Americans, they just embraced it. And so now there's like, <laughs> you know what culture. yeah it's yeah. part of the culture they even well, have that song yankee doodle or whatever like well you know what about terms like redneck and things like uh, that? oh like, yeah if you say that some people like really don't like that and i never thought of it as that offensive until like you kind of meet people who are but, from different areas but wouldn't they still say that I, like don't they still say that like in down south in certain areas though i don't know I'm, but I, I, I think that is a term that, like, professionally, you shouldn't really say it. Like, right. you wouldn't have a news article and be like, two rednecks. <laughs> you know, you don't necessarily <laughs> say that kind of thing in a professional setting. <laughs> yeah, so I think there's, if, I guess if we think about it long enough, we might come up with something. Or we but... might just get ourselves in trouble. Anyway. I know. <laughs> you have to edit the entire second half of the episode. Like, well. And you know, I think, I think for people who speak multiple languages, it's a, uh, that can be a, like, th- there's another issue that, that you might come across. Like, for example, like you said redneck, and like, maybe you're thinking of the word, like, uh, white color. Like, say you're talking about people who are white color and mm-hmm. like you just get confused and you think of like redneck or for example you're thinking of sh- sheets and you know because you ha- you're you have to adjust your pronunciation so maybe yeah that word Jeez. so it's, yes. it's something that something that uh a person that only speaks english does not have to deal with yeah you, know, you have to change your mind constantly well, yeah, I think that is that's another one too cuz you can like yeah. And you get yourself in trouble. It's always that too. Yeah. And it's always something that has nothing to do with right. the other word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always something bizarre. <laughs> um so um going back to China for a second. So um the language. So we talked about language. You, so you're learning the language, you're getting better at it how was it like living there like what was what would be like your typical routine as far as like taking care of let's just say for example grocery shopping and things like that how was it like what and how was the cost of living there so when I first went there it was um it was cheaper definitely um right now I think with the economy and everything is getting messed up everywhere mm-hmm. but uh yeah just um you have to adjust to the culture like you said you know it, People do things completely different to the way that you're used to. Um, like one of the things that I that always comes to my mind is eating with chopsticks. You know, you, you go to a place and no more no more spoons, no more forks. From from that day on, you don't have that option. 
you have to use chopsticks. So that's one of the things. Um, also in China, people rely on uh, public transportation, whereas here, you know, you have your car, you, you get yourself wherever you want to go. But there you have to rely on, on public transportation. So you have to learn how to navigate, you know, the system over there. And uh, as far as like shopping, it's there, it's very easy. Actually, you can go to down a street and you'll see uh, little shops and you can bargain with, with people there. It's very customary. So they tell you 10, 10 kwai, you can say, I'll give you five kwai and they'll, they'll give it to you. Uh, unless you're a foreigner and you do not, you do not speak Chinese. Like mm -hmm. I had this, uh, this time, actually, let me see, I can show you. I bought this uh, hat. Oh yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I bought it in uh, Beijing. And uh, so I asked the, the, the lady in English, you know, how much is it? And she said, oh, oh, it's very cheap, very cheap. It's 150 kwai. So I'm like, whoa, 150 kwai, it's uh, a little expensive, but it's, you know, it's traditional. And then there's this other uh, Chinese couple, they come and they, they, they're looking at the same hat and they ask in Chinese, how much is it? And then she's like, oh, it's uh, 20, 20 kwai. Oh man. So it's a big difference, you know, 150 kwai to, to 20 kwai compared to 20 kwai. So I started talking to her like, in Chinese, you know, I asked her, why are you telling me 150 kwai and you're saying yes. 20 kwai? <laughs> yes. And she's like, she's like, oh, your Chinese is very good. It's very good for you because you speak Chinese. It's going to be 20 kwai. Oh. <laughs> I got it. I got it. 20 kwai. <laughs> and how well, much paid is, off in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, how much is 20 kwai? How much does that translate to? So it's uh, six, kwai, six kwai to one dollar. So, so you got it for three three dollars and some change. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Compare that to what a hundred and uh, hundred and fifty kwai would have been almost thirty dollars, close to like twenty five dollars. Mm hmm. Yeah. Man, that Big is difference. crazy. Yeah, definitely. I'm assuming yeah. that's handmade too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's handmade, and um, but yeah, you know, as uh, as I learned Chinese, and I would go to these touristy places, I would notice that a lot. You know, there's foreigners that uh, go and they buy stuff, and they get ripped off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine. But I, I would also imagine that you would, you as a foreigner, I would imagine you would be prepared for that too. Like you know, people yeah. are going to try to rip you off, so it's like right. expect to get paid. You know, to pay more. Exactly. Um, that would be my guess, at least. Um, I, I've seen pictures of different people who've come back from China, and they show pictures of like the the market where people are buying food off the streets and stuff. And I've seen some really interesting things that I, I probably would never eat, nor would I even have. Seen. Yes, you would. Yes, you would. After a couple of years there, I'm, I'm sure you would. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I, um. You know, I, I've always said that if I didn't, like, if you gave me a soup and I didn't know what was in it, I would probably try it. But if you mm -hmm. told me what was in it and it was something I didn't like, then I'm not eating it. So that's that how happened. I am. Huh? That happened to me. That happened to me. A friend told me, uh, you know, there's this juice that I want you to try. It's really good. Mm -hmm. It's good for your body. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll try it. He didn't tell me what it what it was in it. And there's all this, uh, all sorts of bugs in there. Like, uh, Ooh, yeah. Man. 
Bugs. So, but he told me, he told me, yeah, like they make it in, they, they make it into a juice, you know, they blend them all and yeah, it's supposed to be good for you. Like the protein, huh? <laughs> How did it taste? Oh, it was awful. Oh. Yeah. Goodness. But, yeah. but he didn't tell you what it was. So you didn't know what it was when you were drinking it? No, it, yeah, because it was, it was in a, in a glass, a little glass. It was, uh, uh, it looked really cool, actually. So I, I thought oh, it looks really nice. So it must taste. It must be really good for you. So yeah, I drank it and it was awful. <laughs> oh man, that is funny. Um, yeah, man. So when you went shopping for groceries and stuff, is that where you would go? A typical like, is that how it typically is set up in China? You go to like a kind of like a street, like street markets, basically. Market. It's not like you're yeah. going inside of an actual grocery store, or or do or is there both? There, there is both actually. So okay. you can definitely they have um they have Walmart's, they have um the Canadian. I think it's Canadian or French. Um, what's the name? I can't think of the name of the the grocery store <laughs> the chain. But yeah, I mean you can get you can get it from a grocery store, but you're paying a higher price definitely. So. Okay. So you pay more at the grocery store, but I'm assuming what's the what, what are the other differences other than the price? Is it like the a, fun? The, the fun, fun of it. You get to bargain, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. You cannot bargain in a grocery store. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. And what and which was your preferred method of shopping? Uh, both. You know, I, you have to be you have to pick and choose where which items you'll buy. Like, for example, meat, I would probably buy it at the grocery store. Okay. But uh, vegetables or fruit, I wouldn't mind going to, a, like, a market, uh, an outside market, and, yeah. Bargain. Try to bargain. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there anything, like, once you were there, and as you spent a little bit of time there, was there anything that you had wished you knew before you went there? That you're like, man, I could have avoided all this hassle if I had known this. <laughs> uh, hmm, that's a that's a tough question. I think uh, I, I don't complain about about it because I think that comes with the the experience. You know, you go there and you, you don't be afraid of the unexpected. Just mm-hmm. yeah, that makes it interesting. So no, I think if I had to do it again, it, I would definitely do it. The same way. The same Let's way. Go. Let's buy your ticket. Go. Nice. Okay. Was there any like really fun things that you had a chance to do there? Any fun sights, uh, sightseeing, or activities that you enjoyed while you were there? Yeah. So uh, traveling within uh, the country, mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. I got to visit Zhangjiajie, um, uh, which is a place where they filmed. Um, let's see which movies. Um, they filmed um, Avatar. Really? I'm not saying that I watched that, but, or maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's also they filmed. Um, I don't know if you remember a movie with uh, Tom Cruise where he's running trying to find his wife. Oh, Minority Report, right? No, it's one of the one of the Mission Impossible movies. Oh, where I his, never saw that wife, one either. I just know that's Tom yeah, Cruise. I, I'm not saying that I watched it either. <laughs> maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> Mission Impossible. But yeah, she gets 
he gets abducted and then he's uh he's running through all the, through the town and it, look, uh, it looks like uh, was that they, it's like a fishing village or something kind of yeah they call it the the venice of china oh. because the houses are uh there's rivers you know instead of roads mm-hmm. there's rivers so i got to visit that place um what else did you make it to the great wall uh, yeah i did the the great wall uh it was very tiring but it was really cool you get to see it, it goes on for for miles and miles wow uh, there's another place they call it the forest of stone mm-hmm. the stone forest yeah so you see uh it it looks it just looks like a like a forest made of stones but there's rocks all over uh it's beautiful and then uh you know the big cities beijing shanghai hong kong Mm-hmm. I'm looking as we're talking. I'm just kind of looking at a map and looking at some of the things that they have there as well. Um, what about Forbidden City? Have you ever been there? Yeah, that's in uh, Beijing. There's mm-hmm. they have a lot of rooms. So you take the tour. You don't get to go to all the rooms, but you get to see some of the the imperial places where the kings used to live or emperors. Nice. Yeah. What about Disneyland? Did you get a chance to go to Disneyland? No, it's not oh, for me. Okay. <laughs> I'm too old. Okay, all right. I would go. I would yeah. definitely go. On. I won't go. I won't go here. I live, you know, what five or six hours from Disneyland in California. I won't go in there. But if I was in China, I would definitely go to Disneyland. <laughs> you know what? I went to I went to a uh, a an aquarium, mm-hmm. and they have the largest tank in the world. Oh, really? So wow. you get to see the, the the whales. You know, you're walking in the tunnel, and it's all glass. So you get to see all the fish. You're walking in in, uh, in a tunnel. You get to see all the the uh, the fish. It's pretty nice. cool. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also reminds me of a scene from a movie too. But um, but yeah, Finding Nemo. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is funny. Okay, so um, you, you, you also mentioned that after China, you kind of did some other traveling. So where are some of the other places that you've gone to? That is hilarious. Uh, what are some of the other places that you've gone to? And, um, and were there other Chinese-speaking places as well or completely different? So, so I, uh, I went to Nepal. Okay. Um, yeah, so they don't, speak in, uh, they don't, they don't speak Chinese there. Uh, Nepali, I think. I don't yeah. know what language they speak, mm-hmm. but yeah. So I went there. Um, it was only uh, for maybe a week. Uh, so we, I didn't get to go to, uh, I didn't get to do any hikes in Mount Everest. But I did uh, book a flight. We flew around around the mountain. The oh, nice! Mount Everest. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh, awesome! Uh, I hiked the mountain there, but. but uh, you know they re- they suggest that if you go, you stay for more than a month because it takes time for you to to get used to to the high altitude. Oh. And, yeah. So the mountain that I went to, it was just a a mountain in the in the little city, but man, was it hard to breathe? You know, just going up the mountain, and I mean, it was to me, it didn't seem like a high mountain, but it was very hard mm. because you're the city; it's already in a high altitude level. So, uh, I think had I spent more time, probably I would have done a, a hike, maybe stay in a camp. But yeah, 
the city was very you know also very different they're they're um they have uh temples and they have a lot of gods that they worship and like i remember they had a temple of a drunken god so people <laughs> go there and, uh, i guess they drink they get drunk mm-hmm. for the god mm-hmm. and blaming on the god <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, hey this is the god of drunkenness so hey <laughs> <laughs> the, the god of hangovers is right next to you. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. When in Rome, I guess, huh? or when in Nepal. <laughs> uh, awesome. And where else? Where else did you ever send to go? I got to go to, I went to Korea. Uh, Korea, they speak Korean. Uh, not Chinese, Seoul? but you can get, you can get by with English. A lot of people there speak English. Okay. Did you go uh, to Seoul? Yeah. That would yeah, be awesome. That's on my yeah. list. That would be you awesome. see a lot of people, a lot of people dressed like, you know, like with the like um, anime. Yeah. I guess the, they get their customs and you see people walking. I got, I went to Japan too and you, you saw that. I, I got to see that too. That's people awesome. Dressed like that. <laughs> so That's what were some of the biggest differences between when you were in like your experiences in Korea and your experiences in Japan, because they're both very, you know, obviously advanced cities. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So in Korea, I, um, I felt like it was very Westernized. Okay. Like, yeah. So um, I went to Gang- Gangnam district, mm-hmm. you know, Gangnam style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I went to that district and was that like, song big when you were there? Uh, a couple years before I went. Okay, yeah, maybe yeah, two years before. Okay, but yeah, I went there just to, to say, you know, I've been to Gang- Gangnam. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the food in Korea, you know, they they eat a lot of kimchi and they have different types, which mm-hmm. I I never knew. Mm-hmm. I thought kimchi was just kimchi, but they have they have different varieties it was pretty mm-hmm. cool yeah this, and then, is, this is kind of random but i was just gonna say in seoul for some reason they are very um fashionable over there which i did not yeah. expect it's almost like a new york as far as the fashion is concerned which i thought was interesting just and again yeah. going by pictures and different videos that i've seen but it seems like they really care about how they look <laughs> yeah and the, you know that a lot of people they uh they do like uh, cosmetic surgery uh, again because they want to look good. So mm-hmm. you see that a lot. Uh, men also wear makeup. Um, yeah, I mean, I've noticed that. Their, yeah, so it's part of their their culture. Okay, they want, they, they want to look young forever, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then in Japan, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You were, you were talking about Japan. So in Japan, I went to um, a ski resort and skiing, and uh, a lot of the resorts they have um, they have um, what do you call them springs, hot springs. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool, you know. You're spending the day skiing, and then after after a long day of skiing, you get to relax in a hot tub, and uh, afterwards you 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 go to a buffet and you get to eat and. Uh, call it a day nice Uh, yeah as far as the city the city is really nice too you get to see um like the the tokyo tower which is pretty cool 
um, the food. You go to these places and uh, you you have to pay for it for the food. It's like a like a fast food kind of thing, but you pay for it in a machine. Uh, it looks almost it, it almost looks like a like a casino machine. Mm -hmm. Put in the coin and uh, you hear the coin going in, and then you get a ticket, and then uh, you get your your food they deliver it to you. Um, so I thought it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I tried sushi. Uh, try some sushi. It's pretty authentic. Mm -hmm. uh, and the houses, all the houses are um, maybe two levels. Uh, they don't have any high high rise buildings because you know there's a lot of earthquakes. Okay. So, but yeah, a lot of parks. A lot of uh, drunk men in the subway. I noticed. <laughs> the people mm -hmm. get really stressed uh, mm -hmm. after work. I guess mm -hmm. men. Uh, after work, they get drunk, and especially if they're going through a hard time. So mm -hmm. you see a lot of, like sometimes you get you, you see some drunk people. Mm -hmm. Maybe but, I go to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're in Japan, did you go to any of the restaurants where like the sushi goes? This like on a little conveyor belt. Sushi bar, yeah. <laughs> and it was really cool because yeah, you know, you get to you get to look at it first, and that doesn't look good. It doesn't mean that it doesn't taste good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. did you did you get any like kimonos or any souvenirs from japan while you were there or a katana yeah <laughs> please uh, tell me you got a katana <laughs> no, okay. i i flew i flew economy so oh, okay. i was uh, limited on, on luggage but yeah now did you do all this flying while you were still living in china or are these separate trips <laughs> they're separate trips um so you weren't you know, living in being in China. Uh, I don't know if, if if this is what you mean, but uh, I didn't go to all these places at the same time. So the way it works is, you have your visa, and then you're required to leave every like every sixty minutes. Uh, every sixty days. <laughs> sixty days or. Um, Sometimes they, they have 90 days, so it depends on your visa. So okay. you are you have no choice. You have to travel. You know, you have to get out of the country. So okay. you use that as an opportunity to, to travel to, to those places. Awesome. Okay, I get it. So you were traveling. Okay, so you're in China. So you leave after 60 days and you go to Nepal and you come back. And you go to Korea and you come back. Are, were those flights uh, expensive or are they pretty inexpensive since you're flying from China? They're inexpensive, yeah. Especially if you're if you're not uh, locked to a certain time frame, mm -hmm. you know, if you're you're pretty open, you can get really good deals. Yeah, like I spent probably one hundred dollars. Was it one hundred dollars? Like one hundred and twenty dollars to Japan. I remember it was a round, round trip. trip. Round oh, trip. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, so jealous. Yeah. <laughs> so we got so we got Nepal. We got. Korea, we got Japan. Anywhere else? So I uh, I booked a flight to Hawaii. This okay. was uh, 2019, right okay. before the pandemic. Okay. Yeah, and I was really excited because you know I never been to Hawaii and, and uh, it was like four hundred dollars round trip from China. Mm -hmm. So you know I, I looked at the deal and I'm like 
I'm on it. I'm going to buy the ticket. I bought it. And then after, after buying my tickets, like you have to book your hotels and I'm looking and surfing, the, uh, looking on the, on the, uh, the search engine and all the hotels are really expensive. So I was not counting on that, you know, that the, the hotels were expensive. So I'm trying uh, to find a friend uh, that knows maybe a friend or a friend of a friend, yeah. one of those kind of deals. And mm-hmm. I was able to find uh, accommodations. Uh, uh, for part of my trip, I had to stay in a tent. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which because, I wouldn't, I wouldn't but I, I, got, I got the tent because it was the cheapest thing. But, and still, it was really expensive. <laughs> It was like staying in a hotel, like in continent in the continental U.S. It was, but a tent. So, yeah, so just was it a tent on the beach? Because I would have been fine with that personally. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a it was a uh, like a hostel. Oh, a hostel. Okay, got you. Yeah. So there's there's people inside. You know, there there are rooms. So people are they they can book their rooms. But if you're poor like me, then <laughs> all you get is a tent outside in the garden. Oh, but still we were like maybe like five minutes away from the beach mm-hmm. wow. it was very convenient mm-hmm. okay nice so is hawaii, that, oh is hawaii as good as everyone says it is oh yeah it's it's beautiful i did the uh the road to hana i don't know if you guys have heard of that place it's a very winding road uh, you have to drive maybe i drove maybe like two hours to get to the end and you get to this, uh, this rocks, uh, and then there's uh, black sand beaches there, and the water is turquoise blue. So imagine the the turquoise water and the black sand. Oh it's just, wow, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is awesome. I um, no, I have I've never been to Hawaii, but I almost went for free on my job. But it was well, it's a long story. But they we opened. I used to work at Whole Foods. And they opened up a new store, uh, the Queen store on, mm-hmm. I think it's on Oahu. And mm-hmm. so they were looking for people to go help. But the, the problem is that my boss didn't really say anything to it until they had already you know, filled up the spots. And I was like, dude, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> oh, I didn't know you wanted to go. Who would not want to go? It would have been free. <laughs> I I, and I would have got paid. Yeah. <laughs> it would have it been a free paid trip. To go help open up a brand new store, I was very disappointed. But the opportunity uh, of a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, but you know it is what it is now. But I was very upset when I found that out. I was like, you should have told me. And I could have transferred out there too when I was working for them, but I would not have. I would have been living on the beach. <laughs> there was no way with the, what they pay, I would have been able to afford anything. But maybe coconuts for 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 my food every day. <laughs> Um, go fishing neighbors i know right (laughs) yeah seriously um okay so that was so you were in hawaii in 2019 okay and then at some point you came back so when did you come back to the states and was it well yeah when did you come back to the states so i came back uh 2020 february of 2020 okay and was Uh, it because of the pandemic or no yeah uh, which was pretty funny because I was uh, traveling. It's uh, the the winter holiday in China, so I went to Thailand. So I was in a, in a trip, 
And then, uh, you know, I hear all these rumors of the, the, the uh, well, not rumors, we know that it was actually facts, mm -hmm. that there was a pandemic. And then, you know, I decided to just come back to the States. So I came back from Thailand. I didn't go back to China. Wait, so uh -huh. didn't you have your apartment and stuff still there and all your stuff? Yeah, so that was, that was uh, that's, uh, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, I had to... to you know, returned the apartment and um, my things were all, I left all my things there. Uh, and some of my things are still there. So I'm, I'm still trying to, to manage to get some of the, my stuff back. Wow. But it, it, it happened a lot worse in China initially, correct? Yes. That, that's the reports that I got, you know, in China, you, uh, people sent their, they, they would send the, the videos that they have, like their, their YouTube yeah. And you would see reports where the doors are being chained and people are not uh -huh. being let out. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's one of the reasons that I that I did not want to go back to China. Uh, I think I think I kind of picked up on it and I was seeing that same stuff with yeah. like people in hazmat suits and they're like gassing in the streets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was the 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 reason that I, I decided. <laughs> Well, that's a good reason, but yeah, that's a good so, reason. But, so how did I'm just kind of curious now if you can just give us a quick synopsis? You don't have to go into detail, but how did you arrange for your stuff? And like, is is it in storage somewhere? Were you able to get somebody to come put it up for you, or how did that work? A lot of my stuff that uh, was thrown out, uh, was they thrown got rid out. of it. Yeah, I would have been like, "Yo, can you put it in a?" a <laughs> Can you put it in stores, please? Don't just throw my there's, stuff out. I will come no back. Such thing. No such thing in, in China. They don't have, like, storage companies. Can you ship it like... to me? <laughs> Can you ship it? Here's my address. So, Mail it to me. Problem, I'll pay you. <laughs> I, I've been looking into getting a ship. The problem is I have a, a drone. And because of the battery, it uh, it cannot be shipped. in. Uh, oh, because it can be explode. Yeah. Yeah, so it has to be in, in a carry-on or um, a drone. You said I have a drone. Yeah. Well, can't you? Can't they? Is this doesn't have a removable battery? Yeah, but how 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 are they going to ship it? They can't ship it because of the battery. You said correct. Right. So mm -hmm. can't they just take the battery out and ship the drone to you? You can buy a replacement battery. Another. Oh, that's ah, that's uh, I think you're onto something. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that the, I'm assuming it's a standard size battery that maybe you can find somewhere else. Whereas the drone, I'm, the fact that you want it says to me that it's probably a pretty good drone. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, I'm, I'm hoping maybe you know because there are other friends that uh, I that I have that are living there. So maybe if they get to come back, they can bring it. Okay. But yeah. Oh, we'll so they do have it though. The, yeah, the drone, they have it. Okay, good. Okay, okay, good. At least you got something salvage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the hotel, the, the apartment, I had a, I, I didn't have the best relationship with my landlord, so I didn't feel bad. You know, I was just, I told her, by the way, you know, I'm not coming back. You can pick up the keys at this location. And yeah, she was mad, but yeah. But I mean, what? there's nothing you can do, though. It was a exactly. pandemic. Did you explain that to her? Like, look. Lady. Oh yeah, she didn't get it. <laughs> that's why I said. That's why I said we had a really bad relationship, so I didn't feel bad. Uh, 
she was very uh, demanding. Like, no, mm-hmm. I gave you the keys. You have to be here. You have to give me the keys. Give them back Did, have me. you not watched the news? <laughs> look, I ain't spending no more time with you. I would have hung up. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, <laughs> last month's rent is in the mail. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. That is funny. Well, that's not funny about your stuff, but I mean, that's crazy how that worked out. But um, I'm glad you were able to at least get something, at least one of your items out of there. Right. Um, and then, okay, so what are your, so now you're back in the States and you're going to be here, I'm assuming, for until at least the duration of the pandemic. Forever. Calms down, possibly. Yeah, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here forever. That's I it. doubt that. I seriously doubt that. <laughs> you don't seem like the person who would just sit around in, in one place for very long. Because uh, you're back in Chicago now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, I'm hoping, um, you know, I, I was talking about Mexico. I've, I've never spent any time there. So hopefully I get to to go visit and travel a little bit. But uh, we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens in the future. I told you this before, but I was going to say, if you want to come to Tucson, you're more than welcome to the visit. Uh, I, I will make sure I have a spot for you. Uh, it's like sure. the boring Mexico. That's a Tucson. Is. Right. And we're right by the border. <laughs> so if you want to come here first and then go across the border, I mean, Tucson is like a little Mexico, but if you want to go um, across the border to Mexico, you can do it from here. Only if you, if you, if you promise to go canoeing with me. <laughs> I will. I will do that. I Are you up, that. To, you're up for it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm up for it. And believe it or not, believe it or not, I just actually applied to renew my passport because my passport has been expired for a minute. So I actually oh. just renewed it, uh, or I'm getting it renewed, but I have to wait for it to come in the mail. So um, yeah, man, definitely. If you cool. if you if you want a trip or you want to get away from, uh, from the cold, let me know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> winters are very mild here so yeah, yeah. Well, think did you want to did you want to do the audience questions real quick oh sorry we have uh okay so when we told the instagram actually i have i have to go pick up my dad from work oh oh i'm sorry we are holding you up i'm really sorry right now i have to right now i have to get to to go but uh if you guys want to keep recording after i get back if you guys want to connect again yeah, or if you want to finish I, it up. Yeah, it's completely up to you. We don't. Yeah, if you want to come back, cool. But I don't want okay. you to. Fill so I'll, I'll go pick him up. I'll, it'll probably take me about half an hour. Okay. And then finish up. Okay. Okay. All right. All awesome. Right. Thank you. So I'll see you guys in nice. a few minutes. Okay. All right. Cool. See you. Bye. Now we have to keep the podcast going for half an hour. I know, right? <laughs> Dude. No, I'm just kidding. I, and I'm sorry, I was right. I was looking at my time, like, like I need to wrap this up. But it's just so much stuff, though. It's so many, and I mean, there's a lot more we can talk about because we only scratched the surface of his trips. What did he do in mm-hmm. Thailand? How what was that like? Where did you go in Thailand? You know, dude. well, the fact that he was in China during the beginning of that was kind of crazy that he went to Thailand, I think. Yeah, um, because it was they got it, they got the information first, mm-hmm. and then we, we got it, so it's kind of. Yeah, I remember he's like seeing videos of like doctors and stuff saying like, "Hey, it's like bad. It's really bad." Yeah, but oh my goodness, that is that is insanity. 
um, yeah, the timing of it all was is crazy. So, but, so I'm just gonna mention real quick that there were questions on here that I feel were kind of answered, but there was a couple that I mean, there's probably like three. It's not like we're gonna be recording that long again. Oh wait, um, he's, he's coming back. Hold on one second. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's so, like, guys, great news. My dad's overtime. <laughs> to <work> overtime. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, somebody somebody's covering for me, so we can continue. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, well, thank you for whoever's covering for Jose. We greatly <laughs> appreciate it. You're a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> um, so when we actually, a lot of times when we have guests, we'll actually post on Instagram some questions uh, based on the person who's going to be here. So we yeah, kind of told them. The topics, yeah. So we told them about China, and if you have any questions, a lot. Uh, it looks like some of them you may have already answered, but there are some that you have. I don't think um, were answered. So these are our listeners' questions for you. So somebody asks, "What's it like living in China as a foreigner?" I think we covered that. Also, why did you decide to learn the language? We also covered that. Someone asks, "Do uh, people in China hate fortune cookies?" Uh, they're non-existent in China. They're not existed in China. Yeah. That get, probably gives you a good answer. Yeah. Um, Seems like a very American idea. <laughs> someone said if they could get a number four with extra sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is sweet and sour chicken or whatever really a thing in China? It is, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they uh, don't have, but it's, uh, it tastes different. Than, better? better? Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's more authentic. Yeah. <laughs> figure. Okay, someone asked, is Hong Kong is Hong Kong part of China? I've heard it's like its own city country. Mm. City countries. So it's a they call it an autonomous area, which means that they have their own uh, legal system. Uh, it was an uh, arrangement that they had with England, I believe, and um, the arrangement was that after a certain amount of years, it would be handed over back to China but with the condition that it would keep its autonomous status. So right now that's one of the issues that is going on. Uh, China is trying to take it back and it's losing that autonomous uh, status. China is trying to implement the Chinese law into China. So it depends, uh -huh. uh, depends on who you ask. If you ask somebody from China, if Hong Kong is uh, part of China, they'll say yes. If you ask somebody from Hong Kong, <laughs> They'll probably say no. Oh. <laughs> and they're still fighting about that now, though, right? There, there's a lot of fighting back and forth about that. Right. Uh, before it was a democratic um, region. So people had the freedoms that we have here for the most part. Uh, but now people are like protesting and uh, they're, they're being sent to jail. So that's uh, they're losing their, their freedoms. Another good thing of Hong Kong is, uh, uh, which I, I love to go there uh, shopping because it, there, there was no tax. So like if I wanted to buy an uh, iPhone or a, uh, an iPad, I would go to Hong Kong. There's no tax. So it's cheaper than here in the oh, States. Wow. Wow. But with everything that's going on, I don't know if they'll probably start um, taxing after if they lose that autonomous status that they have. Mm-hmm. Someone else asked, is it true that people in China have no problem making fun of your accent in front of you? 
do they make fun of my accent? Yes, actually. <laughs> See, for me, actually, another thing that they make fun of is uh, because of uh, the way I look. I'm, to, to them, I'm not like a foreigner because when they think of a foreigner, they think blue eyes, light skin, uh, blonde hair. Uh, but they actually have a minority, which you've probably seen in the news, the Uyghurs in China. Oh, the, uh -huh. the, to camps, not concentration camps, but just camps. Yeah. And uh, so people in China would assume that I'm one of the the Uyghurs. Mm. So, uh, for me, actually, they like I went to a restaurant once, and it was a Uyghur that started talking to me in in their language. Uh, he assumed that I was one of them. Really interesting. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Because I'm looking, because from a distance, maybe you, maybe you could pass for Chinese from a distance. <laughs> from a distance, you know, if you squint, if you yeah. squint, I, I, would, I wouldn't be sure. Okay. <laughs> Which is nice, you know. I, I like to to blend in. Yeah, I like to blend out, so it was nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I would stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> because you know for for many years chinese were uh so close to to the outside world so uh sometimes especially in the villages if if there's a foreigner that goes there and especially if they have if they're blonde or um yeah actually uh, black people so we you know with their curly hair mm -hmm. i remember a person a chinese person was just touching her 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 mm -hmm. hair the um uh they go in and just randomly they'll take a picture of you and, yeah <laughs> so i might be famous in china right now i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> they like you would not believe what i saw walking around earlier today <laughs> weird looking creature <laughs> i'm a texas <laughs> oh man that's me <laughs> So the last one, I sent you a picture of it, Aaron, if you can put it on the screen. Oh, you but they asked if you can successfully, or I guess even just say it, can you read this poem? It's called The Lion Eating Poet in the Stone Den. I'd never heard of it before. In Chinese? In Chinese, yeah. I probably can't. They oh. use uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the poetry, they call it Chinese. Uh-huh. And... Uh, and I didn't get to study any of those. Their form of their poetry is very different. I'll show it to you then, because I thought it was interesting. Mm, go ahead. I usually just edit out these dead parts here, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not super that, clear. That and uh, Aaron's swearing, huh? When he's yeah, swearing. that and Aaron's <laughs> constant, continual. That's funny. Advanced sharing options. Sorry, I every time I try to share, it's always some stuff. Well, there's no audio involved in the sharing, so you're fine for once. <laughs> I don't even know if you'll be able to really read this or not, but oh, uh, is it too small? Oh, it's kind of blurry. That is blurry. <laughs> yeah. Shi 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 shi. Is that real? Like, is this really? So, 
Let's see. The first character means stone. So stone. I cannot see very well. Or shoot. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's hard to like I said. It's but it's all blurry. it's all sure 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 sure. <laughs> it's the same. All those characters. So, so you you remember how I told you that if you change the the tone of the character, it changes the meaning. Uh-huh. So that's what's happening here. You know, all the all those characters, uh-huh. they're pronounced all of them, they're pronounced sure, but they have different tones. So the first one, sure, 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 sure. And this is a real story, like a real poem. Uh I don't understand that myself. <laughs> but yeah, it looks like it's a poem. Yeah, it's a star. It's a poet named Sure. <laughs> no, I think I uh, live in a stone house. I don't know if it's real, but I think it's just like a, a tongue twister, a Chinese tongue twister. Oh. Okay, because that would be funny if if that poem was pronounced like that. But yet it said all of that under translation. <laughs> that would be like amazing. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a point. I, I just think it's a, a tongue twister. Oh, okay. I heard similar to, to this one. That is pretty funny. Am I still but yeah, it, all, it, it all depends oh, yeah. on, the, on the pronunciation of the tone. <clears throat> Okie dokie. Well, that was all of the questions from our audience. Our okay. very small <laughs> audience. <laughs> there are only three people. You know, do you know why you have a small audience? Why? Because you haven't been on because, yet. Be, because of, the, of COVID. Oh, they're afraid, there we they're go. afraid of China. <laughs> <laughs> That is very possible. Are you still seeing my screen? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I've been trying to stop to share and it won't. It, it looked like it froze or whatever. And I hit, I oh, keep okay. hitting exit full screen. So I apologize, but it's. If it's, you kick it, it'll work. Trust me. Just kick it really hard. Apparently. Right in the monitor. Yeah. Just full force. You got to do that spin kick. Oh, maybe you're gonna, you're gonna say sure, 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 sure. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm sure he's saying that right now. <laughs> yeah, in my head, that is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> nothing, nothing works. I keep hitting pause, share, it won't work. Stop, share, it won't work. Um, nothing, exit full screen, none of the buttons are working. And I'm afraid that if I exit, you made the out, drunken god angrier. <laughs> I know, and I'm afraid if I exit out of it, it might just close the whole program so anyway i apologize for that but yeah i don't want to mess up our recording so technical difficulties we'll just have to work through it but yeah um jose um thank you so much for um you know being a guest um and we really appreciate it you know hearing your stories and um I feel like there's so much more we can ask you, but uh, we'll, we will spare you uh, the torture for this time, and maybe we'll come back around. Maybe if you can come back on in the future as a you know 
as a guest in the future, maybe we can get to some more. Because I'm curious to hear more stories about Thailand and, well, you yeah. know, more. Thailand's beautiful. Uh, I did a lot of diving in Thailand, mm -hmm. uh, scuba diving. So that's maybe the topic for next time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We want to definitely hear more. Um, mm -hmm. But man, this, this has been really informative. I learned a lot. Thank you. Thank you. I also enjoyed being, being in your show. Thanks yeah. for me. I just got really hungry for Chinese food, so. <laughs> <laughs> and sushi. That's funny. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Well, yeah, thank you again. And uh, hopefully we get the chance to have you on, you know, again, in the not too distant future. Okay, no problem. <laughs> it was nice chatting with you guys. Okay. Yeah. Hold, hold on one second. We're going to close out the show first. This has been Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, Ao and Antino, Jose and Chinese Food. Thank you for join, joining us, and uh, we hope to see you next time. And thank you for everyone who submitted responses, our listeners, and uh, you know, you guys have a great day or night or whatever's left of it. Licencia de manejar. But this is. Still a great. I know. Great.